Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Today, we're talking about leaky funnels. Do you have a leak in your marketing funnel? So let's start with a story. Let's say that you've just received an amazing promotional email into your inbox from a brand that you really admire an email so great that it makes you stop and pay attention this is our dream as marketers and actually entices you to take action an email that you want to click through to the website check some pricing scope out maybe you even want to make a purchase right so that email something about it grabs you that headline is juicy The images are beautiful on the site. There's movement. It's speaking directly to you. And when you go to click on the link to find out more, crickets, nothing. Nothing moves. You don't jump to where you need to be. There's a complete broken link. And what do you do then? You probably delete the email. As a marketer, you're freaking out at this point, right? because you just lost a prospect, lost a potential buyer, fuck. (laughs) These are the moments that we dread as marketers. But this is an example of a leak in the funnel. So what I wanna talk to you about today is how to identify leaks in your funnel, right? Because this is the basic floor of marketing is having a planned out funnel um, that's going to be attracting clients and nurturing them and preparing them to make a purchase with you and asking for that sale, getting them to purchase and delivering an amazing experience. It's called the client value journey, but essentially it is a marketing funnel. There are six stages to the marketing, uh, to the client value journey which I've done plenty of episodes on. We'll link uh, to one of them in the show notes. That gives you a good high-level summary. But to really bring it home, I mean, marketing at its core is all about taking these prospective clients on a journey, right, that takes them to first knowing what your brand is about, building interest in their mind, nurturing them until they're ready to buy, It's a pretty straightforward process. And the thing is, is that this is always happening, whether you intentionally design it or not. And so it would really behoove you to pay attention to crafting it in a way that you think is ideal for your product or service. And let's give some more examples of leaks in the funnel. So I gave the example of the broken link on the email, but how about your clients have an amazing experience and you completely forgetting to ask for reviews or testimonials or you're having a bunch of reviews and testimonials and you are not doing anything with them 
right? Or you don't really know how to utilize them. Um, how about you doing a bunch of ads, but then when people land into your website, the bounce rate is so high because people are super confused between the connection of what they clicked on on the ad versus what the home page landing page looks like, right? So these are all examples of where you're going to lose these potential buyers along the journey. And so not only do we need to be crafting this funnel with intention and care, we also have to be monitoring it, making sure that the conversion rates are optimal, making sure that each piece of the funnel is working. And if not, it means that you have a leak. So how do you find a leak in your funnel? Well, the best way to do it is by tracking your data. And in previous episode I recorded, um, I shared my ultimate best marketing scorecard of all time that I developed myself. And this scorecard mirrors the client value journey. So it's really, really easy to see um, the data, look at the data and have a clear vision of, well, where are the weak spots along the journey, right? Where are those conversions just not favorable, right? Um, so you can go ahead and grab that scorecard for free. I would suggest, you know, you kind of go grab the link. It's a Google sheet. You can make a copy and you can kind of tweak it um, and, and edit it on your own. But I really love the format of the scorecard. And as if you listen to that previous episode, I looked for years for a scorecard that would really be um, useful. And this one is it. So grab the scorecard. But tracking data is really, really the way that you're going to understand um, how are people moving through this journey? Where are they dropping off, right? Are they really interested and like metrics are really well for one thing, but not another? Or like, so ways that this kind of translates into real life is this, you know, say you're getting a lot of website traffic and, um, but you're not getting people to subscribe to your email, right? So you can't continue the conversation. That's a problem, right? And when you look at the data and you say, oh, wow, you know, our um, conversion rate of website traffic to actual emails on our list is, you know, less than 1%, right? Well, what can we do to fix that? How can we do, you know, a better or create a better lead magnet or a better offer that's going to be more enticing and inspire people more to leave us their email so we have a chance to sell them in the future. These are the types of opportunities you're looking for when you're really reviewing the data. So in order to find that leak in the funnel, reviewing the data. And I review data week over week with my team. Every Monday is our team meeting. Um, The format of those meetings are always the same. We start with quick wins. So we start on a high note. and These wins are like personal or professional. That's a really nice way of getting everyone warmed up. And then we dig into the scorecard. Each team member, depending on what part of the marketing team they execute, are responsible for reporting the metrics that are associated with what they do. And we look at the metrics week over week. This is really, really helpful. But another way of really finding the leaks, though, is looking at the data, like looking at a larger data set, right? So if you're watching that, those metrics day over day or week over week, sometimes um, there's a place for that, right? Looking at the, the metrics and the data on a really close, like um, 
on a regular basis that's not like too far apart, the data set, is good for really pushing for outcomes. I find that you should be reviewing that data on a weekly basis, holding people accountable for the outcomes, right? So if you're trying to produce more leads from certain activity or more sales or more booked calls, really being on top of the team and making them responsible for those numbers is important, right? Um, but for identifying leaks, when you have that data tracked, you also wanna be reviewing it on a quarterly basis. And during your quarterly planning time is a really, really good time to meditate, look closely at each stage of the funnel and look at the data across you know, quarter over quarter or year over year to see how performance has um, you know, improved or not. And when you do that, you know, quarterly planning time is the perfect moment too to really get everyone's creativity um, flowing to figure out ways to improve those conversion rates on that particular part of the funnel, right? But before you can even think about improving the funnel, you need to make sure that each piece of the funnel is in place. So the example I gave before about having some reviews but not doing anything with it would be an example of a leak in the funnel, right? You need to have you need to think of the funnel as a flywheel, and oftentimes it's referred to as a flywheel because the end of the funnel, actually people don't leave. A funnel, a funnel image sort of evokes this idea that you know you, you have a funnel, like a traditional funnel. You put water in the top and then water leaves the bottom and then it's gone forever. But the client value journey funnel works more as a flywheel because those happy clients that have left you reviews. You know, you need to figure out how are we going to utilize those reviews to actually close that loop? Are we putting, are we highlighting testimonials and putting them through as an email campaign once a quarter? Are we adding those to a spot to our site or doing um, highlights of those on social? There's so many creative ways that you can use reviews to close that flywheel. But again, you need to be conscious of what pieces of the puzzle um, you've just neglected. And it's totally normal to have neglected a piece. Um, but now we're in quarterly planning season. If you're listening to this in real time for quarter two, this is the perfect time to um, audit your funnel and then really prioritize getting each piece of the puzzle in place before executing on any other ideas, right? So that's how you find a leak. Now, let's talk a minute about planning, quarterly planning. Quarterly planning, it's that time of year. For me, it is the number one most important practice that you could have in your business, either if you're a solopreneur by yourself or with your team, because it helps keep you on track, right? I also wouldn't suggest thinking too far out with the goals. I really like planning um, for 90-day sprints because you're able to be much more agile and... Um, and I just find that when you're planning so far in advance, like the whole year at one moment, you know, so much can change. But I do encourage you to take that time to do the quarterly planning. And with that, I want to share with you, if you do not know, each quarter I run the Marketing Quarterly Planning Challenge. It's a totally free challenge. The link is in the show notes. And when you um, join the challenge, you're gonna get into your inbox um, an audio recording from me each day for five days that's going to walk you through each step. 
So if it feels overwhelming to like clear your calendar for like two or three hours to do a huge quarterly planning thing, you could just take 30 minutes each day and do a little bit. And in that challenge, which again is totally free, um, I walk you through that. I also give um, templates and things like that. And it's a really quick and painless way to make sure to keep yourself and your team on track. So the last thing I really want to iterate, though, is while you're reviewing your funnel and finding out where the leaks are, you should absolutely prioritize fixing your funnel before doing anything else. And I can't stress this enough because the saddest thing in the world (laughs) is when you're focused on lead gen, which I think most, um, most founders and like stakeholders in a business focus solely on lead gen, right? We just want more leads and more sales, more leads and more sales. But the problem is, is that, you know, lead gen can, can be quite expensive. You know, if you're running ads, for example, and if you're bringing a bunch of people into your world, like into your website, for example, but all of the, um, the rest of the funnel is just not performing well, right? Like the UX on the website stinks or people are, or your conversion mechanism for, um, you know, your lead magnet doesn't work, then you're going to just waste so much time and money. So without a doubt, prioritize plugging that leak in the funnel, making it as, um, as optimized, you know, as it can be, um, before you really start doing any crazy creative campaigns or any crazy, um, marketing activities. It's going to take a lot of time and energy with the um, intention of bringing in new leads, right? You want to make sure that you're ready to receive those leads and you're going to get maximum conversion out of them once they, um, you know, land into your world. So don't get distracted by shiny objects. Um, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times, marketing is about consistency right? Um, And really making sure that you have this funnel in place and functioning. There's always possibility to add more funnels, make it much more complex. Really, the sky's the limit, right? But all of the kind of sexy, exciting, you know, campaign-driven stuff that we tend to think about when we get excited about marketing is all for nothing if your funnels are not functioning. So go download the scorecard. Um, you know, make it your own, but take a look at the format that I think is really useful. I would love to hear what you think about that. So you can always send me a message, catch me on LinkedIn at all times where I like to hang out. Um, I'm Victoria Hajar, which is H-A-J-J-A-R. That's where you'll find me most days. So download the scorecard and join the challenge. I would love for you to join the challenge this year. And again, it's small little doses bit by bit to get your quarterly planning out of the way. You'll feel so good once it's done. Um, You'll be at the end of the challenge, you'll have your, you know, three to five um, big tasks or projects for the quarter, all set and ready to go. You'll understand how to delegate them, how to track them, all of that stuff and you'll be unstoppable. So until next week, uh, keep pushing, keep being consistent, keep doing your best, and I will see you back here, same time, same place. Thanks for watching, not watching, listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening, bye. You did it, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. 
I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.